Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. Hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back to Earth School. It's a joy to be here with you all this week. And we hope this last week has been pleasant for you and you've been navigating the energies strongly and with determination as well to keep moving through things and this week we are exploring sort of the landscape from the 4th to the 10th of June all right so this week we're exploring the landscape from the 4th to the 10th of June um this last couple of weeks we've been chatting about sort of having a space to reflect to review in our life We've also sort of had activations maybe where we're getting clearer on our direction of our needs, of our values, of how to tend to ourselves. And now we're moving sort of towards, we're moving into June. Oh my God, we're moving into June. <laughs> we're at that sort of halfway point where we're reflecting possibly on the last six, six months, which seem to have gone by in a spark of a eyelid look. That was a flash of light. Um, but we're also getting a point now where we can stop and pause also and really sort of reorientate ourselves if we need to as well, like, is what I feel like. And I feel like this sort of last week and this week, it kind of feels not heavy, but like um, it's like we want to get out and about or we want to get expressing ourselves or we want to come out more into ourselves. But we're still sort of in that little cobwebby mm-hmm. kind of energy where we're still like shaking off little parts of ourselves. We're still still finding ourselves, you know, not like we're lost running, but, you know, exploring parts of ourselves that we maybe haven't had access to or playing with them or getting curious about them. Um, and now as we move into this coming week, we have obviously sort of some of the things we'd see a lot about would be the eclipse but we're going to sort of dive into whatever sort of energies we feel present for ourselves and for sort of the collective at this moment like so this week Bibi, my dear how would you describe the energy that is present this week um actually i want to just pick up on something that you were saying sort of this this feeling of slowing down right it's like almost like a a compression and a release it's there's an oscillation i feel of of, of energy that we're going in this week and, and then the next week um it could feel again like there's just a densification um and mm. it's really a theme that runs i think throughout the entire year and i think to understand this week's energies or any any particular week's energies is always to look at the context context where they're sitting in and there is this this whole year has sort of this tone of authenticating ourselves or seeing ourselves in a different light and maybe bringing forth aspects of ourselves that are that are that seem new but they maybe have been always part of us but they're just getting to come up and out and um as a or in in this process of unfolding ourselves there are these check in points i guess where mm. you know we kind of pause it's not like a full throttle you know, here I am and this is the new version of me. It's this like, it's not so superficial. It's a much deeper unrolling. And as it steps out, there's these these markers where we go, okay, what needs adjusting in my foundation? What needs adjusting in, in, in the structure? Structures, how I hold myself energetically, physically on a very practical level, but also in every other level in this world, you know? And so from an astrological point of view, for those of you who are following um, the, the astrology, 
what I'm referring to is really like Uranus and Saturn squares. But even if you if you if you're not into astrology, it's this conversation between who who have I been or how have I brought my energy into the world thus far? And what parts of me and what ways do my energies want to unfold as I'm going forward? And so then we get these periods of openness and expansion where we get to play and then this oscillation of densification of, okay, that means I need to adjust maybe the work I'm in or how I relate to other people or how I see myself, my self-beliefs. And these are sort of these densifications. And I think we're going into that sort of the energy you might feel. It's like, mm. you know, we're picking out and, and so it's not... It's not going back in that way, although it could feel, and that's why I think context is so important. You know, when you know we're going two, three steps forward and one step back and another two, three forward and one step back, the one step back doesn't feel like you're, you know, you're degressing in any which way. I think it's much more about integration. What about how is that sitting with you? Yeah, it's like, um, it's kind of like what I sort of see in my mind's eye is like, you know, if you like the flash and sort of think it's Marvel or whatever, area he belongs to you know like usually we're used to just going flash full steam mm-hmm. ahead like and it's kind of like we're in these spaces where we're in slow-mo but by being in slow-mo like slow motion we get to see everything else that we might not see if we're full steam ahead like so we get to you know adjust the dial by one little degree like or even a little half a degree like but that makes a massive difference we get to see the little changes that are happening really deep beneath mm-hmm. the surface like because i feel it's all like you know you're rewiring below yourself mm-hmm. like and you're not maybe seeing it above the ground or in the physical material realm at this moment like but it's to trust all those little connections that you are making will become a part of you, a part of your life or whatever that expression needs to be in this coming future, like sort of thing. Like, so I kind of feel like it's like to me this whole year, I've just gone. This is just a time of playing with things, seeing what things interest me, following that stream, taking all pressure off anything needing to be anything Mm -hmm. and just going if I need to stop, pause, relax, feed myself, nurture myself, rewire so much deep programming. I'm taking that opportunity like do you know, because to me, it's like this is the fuel then that will lead the way forward versus trying to keep up with old ways mm-hmm. of being will just deplete you even more. And then you'll find you're not even it's kind of like you feel like you're going in circles, you know, like you have one foot and pause and you're just going or you're moving. But it's just in this circle that's going nowhere, like where else we take those moments to sort of and the pause isn't always a stop. And I think that's that thing with when we chat about pause, we think it's a stop. And a pause is just like, you know, that in-breath, things move a little bit differently. You're noticing things, you're seeing things, you're maybe more aware of how they're interacting with your inner world, your inner landscape. And then you're beginning to unravel them and change them. Like, And all of that takes time when it's the deeper programming of things that we don't even see in ourselves. Like, do you know, like, and I feel it's a lot of the stuff that we sort of have closed doors on or parts of ourselves we've let go of that are coming back in and they all need time to find their place in our home like and we sometimes need to rearrange our inner homes to give them a seat at the table to then inform us for the way forward like so kind of see it like you know like those funnels you know like where you're seven stuff through then like so it's like you kind of go big do you know like as and I don't mean go big as and big go home like but as and I'm going to play with everything try a little bit of this and see what this is like and throw a bit of that and you know just for myself to see what do I enjoy what really fills me up what 
do I really need to live where I'm feeling sustained and nurtured and cared for by myself and my outer world and then beginning to sort of filter that through like so then they become the framework on which we build our lives like Mm. I think with that so much of the growth that we're going through is you know if you think of an embodiment is circumferentially because a lot of the times I think of growth you know if you listen to this and just imagining directionally where you imagine growth a lot of us imagine growth like the road ahead we have it in our language right Mm. so there's about this what's that a 45 degree window that goes out ahead of us if you're sitting in a clock phase you're looking from like 10 o'clock till two o'clock that's sort of where we go and right we're going towards 12 o'clock and then a bit of periphery right and left this type of growth however i feel is circumferentially so we're growing in all directions we're growing you know again an embodiment can you feel your back body and what's behind you not just timeline wise but physically the space behind you is to the side above and below you so it's about taking up more space and so a lot of the growth can happen not in that you know 10 o'clock till two o'clock window ahead of us but in all the others where we're not aware of and I think sometimes this this oscillation or this densification what seems like a pause to us is just us not noticing where else we're growing because we we don't look in that direction Mm. we only see it as one Mm. thing like and that's usually have a more off something like but growth comes in so many other forms like and to me it's like the subtle growth is as important as the big flourish at the end like because the subtle growth gives the roots the foundations which is what we're talking about in the uranus and saturn and all there like you know it's the foundations that are shifting like so when we're going through that there it's allowing us to really shift that root system and the soil that i've planted myself in that yeah has fed me to date but maybe i'm going you know, like, but it, it, is that really, you know, nourishing me truly, like, at a deep soul level? Or is it, it's fine, it does the job, like, you know, like, I'm sure it takes a lot of energy to be bothered trying to lift up those little roots and replant them somewhere else. Mm. And I think we're getting that opportunity to really look at the sort of the beneath the surface of ourselves mm. and start, like, really seeing what's mm. in it and also then adding to it. Do you know, like, it's not always about removing, it can just be adding things mm. to it, like... You know what gives me a little bit of sense of pleasure in my day to day? Can I add that in? Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be. I have to leave my job. I have to leave my partner. I have to, you know, go and revolt against the whole world. It can be little things off. You know what really? You know the little thing that I need just to make me feel settled in myself, stable, secure within myself, mm-hmm. not dependent on everything else outside of me being okay to feel that way, or what just lights me up, makes me laugh. Do you know, I think we're all in need of a good dose of laughter, especially at this time, but at all times, like, you know, like and allow more of those little things to be placed into our daily soil, like, you know, so it becomes part of daily mm. life. I love the way you say as well, soil is like Uranus that sits in, in, in fixed earth, right, in Taurus. And Uranus is sort of the quality that that brings in surprises. It brings in, like, mm. doing things differently. But what I personally sort of where I sort of resonate with Uranus and it's like curiosity you know the openness and there's this there's a two-folded aspect it's like am I open open for something and then am I you know how I perceive the surprises and so Uranus isn't always this idea of quick changes and you know it's just it's almost like an energy that's just that does things 
differently you know so if you're if you're mm. always go 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 all of a sudden the urinary uranus shake up could be one of like i'm just gonna do this really slow and i don't know but i just really don't want to run this way or if you're usually like really grounded and just this, that's the one thing and this is my job and this is my business and i'm really happy with that all of a sudden mm. there might be a thing coming in that opens you up and goes like I'm not that defined going forward. You know, like I have like interest in four or five different fields. What about that? So, um, but one more image I want to maybe give you guys, because I think astrology and so much of the work we're doing, right? It's archetypal. It's, it's like working in images because I think we all, there's so much when we work in that way is to not take one person's interpretation of that. But if you, if you have an image or, a story like that, whatever you, wherever that resonates with you, I think that's the important part. And in astrology, as in life, there's so many layers to it. And we can look at that dimension through so many different um, pictures. But one picture that comes also to mind, and maybe that resonates with some of you guys, is this idea of, you know, you're running your inner room and you're exploring and you go into all the corners and, you know, you're building a momentum. And then all of a sudden, you're sort of frustrated. You go like, oh, I've, I've explored every single square inch of, of this space. And, you know, this. Um, I feel like I can't breathe. There's no breathing room. And so the Saturn quality to that is the realizing all of a sudden that there's not enough space. And then in that realization is the invitation to like become aware, luck. And you go like, holy shit, there's actually, there's a door. I can open that door and I can step outside that room and that room is in a house and I get to explore all of that like sense. And so to me, a lot of this year is is that noticing where you go, okay, I'm really exploring all of this. And then the sense of being stuck. And just so we understand there are many ways of how we can interpret that stuckness. You know, there might be nothing wrong with that room. It's just you feel stuck because now it's time for you to expand a bit more and realize you can open that door and you can return to that room. And the room is also included in the house. So it's not always the flip of either or, but it's like, if you think of that house as you, you get to explore different aspects of yourselves, you know? And so, but before we usually see the door and have that expansion, there's a sense of frustration. So I think in, in, in astrology, like in, in, in many other, you know, arenas, we can become attached to a sort of very dark language, you know, it's like Saturn keeps you stuck in that. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but there's, there's always another way of looking at it or, you know, in a, looking at the same thing in a, in a way that, informs you empowers you so maybe also this week not just this week this is a continuous theme but it comes up strong at some parts look at all the places where you feel maybe you have no breathing room where you feel maybe stuck and is is that sort of image is that resonating with you in some areas you know and again if it's a relationship that you feel stuck it doesn't necessarily mean you have to like that relationship is over but maybe there are some conversations you need to, to have or there's maybe a clarification of your own needs and maybe that other person feels very similar and there is really so much room of evolving relationships as well I feel um, when we do it consciously but obviously if we don't recognize what the frustration can be it can't just be a case of like, let me just get out of here, out of the job, out of the relationship, mm. out of, you know, this way of living and we're just flipping it. And I think this year, again, it's not one of like this opposite. It can go into this flipping of the opposites. But I think when we talk about the healing journey, we're talking about awareness and growing in ourselves, in our lives. The invitation is not to go this or that. It's like seeing almost like, you know, the, the Russian dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, you, you thought you've explored all, and you realize you need the innermost 
little doll and then you know you go oh there's a bigger one around and you kind of expand into mm-hmm. that so I feel um there's that and as a last note to that the container that we now maybe feel is too small for us also at some point had a very important role it's like when you have a baby in a crib there's a reason why you don't have a baby necessarily just floating around and even a young child like the doors of the house if you live beside a road you know there is a sense of where we see ourselves as different stages of um that which we feel might has come too small for us at some point was just a real healthy uh, boundary that gave us safety so just to kind of understand that and maybe bring that into conversation when you feel like i'm breaking out of this or I need to break beyond that just a little bit of appreciation and integration maybe where that has been really supportive for you and now it's just time to integrate that maybe into something bigger because mm-hmm. what happens is as soon as we start maybe experiencing contraction we want to hit the mm-hmm. escape button like or we automatically our brain goes well this is obviously wrong then if I'm not feeling delighted in this relationship or in this job then the whole thing and it's not even like, <clears throat> excuse me, the, like the critical thinking of going, what actually is actually really going on on all the levels? Do you know, like, and what maybe part of this relationship is bugging me? What part of my role in this relationship is bugging me? Never mind the other person or in my job or whatever it is. Like, do you know, like sometimes we just go see big and then hit eject or think, okay, this needs to be fixed now. And it's like, you know, and either that's either to stay or I leave. Like, but when sort of the energies that are present to me when they're here at this moment in time it's more like we're getting to see in the deeper layers like my role within this here the belief systems that are running this here the emotions that are making me react in certain ways and then allowing ourselves to be with them or get support with them you know rather than the first thing is not eject like it's actually like there's maybe a lot of information available for me in this place where my feet are planted at this time, if I can allow myself to be here when it's still like, you know, as and use common sense as and it's a still a safe space, like, you know, like us and yep, like I'm not being bullied to the nth degree in my job. <clears throat> I'm not like no in an abusive relationship and all like so common sense prevails too like mm-hmm. but for a lot of us it's like you know we were going okay I need to completely change everything and it's like just stay with what's there first to see what's really rich in that place and also the parts then that are beginning to shift change fall away and what what is needed in that space for that to happen like because to me it's like you know you're saying like Uranus to me just puts things on its head like because then I get to experience Mm -hmm. all different spectrums like you know and from that place then I get to shift and change how I am in all parts within myself and my interactions with myself and then maybe in my life as well like but I get to taste from different ways like because then I get to see oh actually I thought this was really supportive to me and now I've realized god you can actually still like work and have time to yourself like you know or oh god you can be in a relationship but also have space for yourself and you get to then go oh actually I'd like to keep a little bit of that do you know like so sometimes we're only drinking from one Mm -hmm. cup and we get so used to that so it's allowing us I feel like you know to drink from different places and even from within ourselves, experience different aspects of ourselves that we maybe haven't had the opportunity or didn't think it could do anything mm-hmm. for us. And then we get to go, actually, I do want to carry that part forward with me. Like, And then comes the work of how do I do that? Like, Because then I'm rewiring 
old habits, old behaviours that are so used to just walking one pathway, like, and putting on new shoes and treading new way forward. And what just came to mind, because you consciously, as <laughs> unconscious, described really the symbol of Uranus. So much of how, how I've been taught astrology is to, you know, to, to understand the symbol the symbol of it you know and if you if you actually google it's actually worth googling it so uh, what's so interesting to me is that when you look at different modalities you see similar patterns you know and in in yoga when we talk about the subtle anatomy talk about um ida and pingala nadis the yin and the yang you know qualities the opposite so when you look at uranus as a symbol so you have the, the little round ball at the bottom, then you have the cross of matter, you know, on top of that there's a cross, and then you have the two semicircles facing outwards. And so the two semicircles really represent in a way the yin and the yang, the opposites. So Uranus is always brings in that quality, it plays with opposites, it plays with where you're stuck in one way. And it shakes you up, it introduces something to the exact opposite way. Not that you have to go from one extreme to the other, but so that you have a a wider experience of what's possible. And then you get to choose how you bring those opposites together, you know. Um, and, and just that symbology to me is just so potent when we work with that, you know, and it brings us so much deeper in our work with ourselves than just going, yeah, Uranus is just shaking things up. Yeah, it is shaking things up, but again, we missed the context. And I think, like at this stage, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that so much of my work is about context, because I think context can hold both, you know, it's like, well, am I right or are you right? You know, the either or, if we understand where we're all coming from, you know, we can see the truth in, in all of that and we can work with the material much, much deeper. So yes, there's a shaking up, but I think to understand the context where that's coming in from, it's really helpful to help you to understand and see the growth and work consciously with that, right? Mm. So it's like, why does it need, why does this part of my life need mm. shaken up? Why does this part of myself need shaken up? You know, like, and for me, it's like, sort of, that planet to me is like, you know, also like, and just in life in general, it's just the way I see it, like, but it's kind of going, I'm, I'm giving you this opportunity for this change, for these choices, because I want you in here for the long haul. Do you know, like we can keep going this way, but it's maybe not going to fulfill you in the way you think it will. So you just need a little tap on the back end to redirect you so that you can be in this for the long haul. And yes, you know, depending on what's going on in this place, it may take a little bit of hard work. It may take a lot of tears and a lot of frustration, a lot of throwing the baby out, out with the water, going, I'm not doing this anymore. But it's kind of going, but I, I really want you on your, your own path for the long haul. Mm. Like, do you know, like rather than just a short spurt doing this, it's like, let's really get in touch with what is needed at this moment for you. Like, so to me, it's like, you know, you're, you're going, yeah, things are being shook up. We can just say that, but then it's like, but why? Why is it needed at this time within me, the world, the collective? Like, do you know, like, and then I could begin to see not in a sense going, oh, that's all wrong then. But asking, does these things support me overall mm -hmm. in my, the way I want to live life? Like, do you know, if we've been chatting about this since I don't know how long, last year, year, I don't know, but we've been chatting about it for a long time. Like, you know, but if we're getting more aligned to our authenticity, our true expression in the world, 
you know, like really aligned to what's truly important to us in our day to day life, never mind on a bigger global scale, like then these shakeups are needed because some places I might not see them yet and I might not even think it's possible or the potential is there and it's allowing me to experience them like but we've got to also dance with it like do you know like the planets just don't come on and go well now I'm going to shake you up hold you up by your feet and shake it all out it's like the opportunity is there but we have to work mm-hmm. with it like mm-hmm. do you know I can sometimes yes certain parts of life will just deliver it to you and it's like if you keep ignoring it it'll just come as a harder knock on the head like but most of the time it's like you need to put your two feet into this as yeah. well like yeah do you know, like work with inspiration the ideas the even work with the fears the apprehensions of doing something differently of living differently of thinking differently of treating yourself differently do you know like of going okay begin but go small like do you know you don't have to change everything in this moment in time but where's the the sort of the energy calling you or your attention mm. calling to you at this moment like. yeah it's it's just when you were saying but go small it's it's that relationship you're in a saturn that the energy that we experience here is that opens us up in a way it's like go big and then saturn is like small small steps towards it so mm. in a way so again i just i just really appreciate how i've been taught astrology and um if you take because it's so symbolic if you just google our universe our galaxy our our solar system you know you bring it right down and you look at the planets in our solar system and you look at the planets all the way out to saturn and then there's this massive gap and then you have what we call the outer planets uranus the first Mm -hmm. neptune and pluto so they symbolize something. So we're having this year conversation between the planets, the planet that Saturn, that it's the last one as such that you could see with the naked eye. And then there is this real stretch that we can't really see with the naked eye. And think of that as symbolism. And the next planet mm-hmm. that such that we hit is Uranus. So there is an aspect within us that has now a conversation, those parts with us that we can still relate to, Saturn. Saturn is also as such the boundary holder for a long time. We just thought Saturn was the last planet out there. So if you think of Saturn as the capacity within you to hold boundary, where you know this is where as such I end and then the rest, whatever the rest is, begins. And, you know, how your stories around that is. And we all perceive that differently. Some of us think where the I, you know, where do you see the I? Is that something that's inside of you when you say the eye where do i end this is like at the skin level do you consider that you also emit some you know heat that injured too would you consider that yours or then when we talk about the auric body but then we talk about also influences you know so if if you think of a friend what a friend said and those words resonate with you three weeks later is that in a way that person still extending you know so there are many different concepts and Saturn is always making us question those concepts as well. How do I hold my boundary? What is my ideology? And there's nothing right or wrong about this. It's literally just like, mm-hmm. hey, this has been highlighted. How do you hold your boundaries? How do you see where you end, where somebody else starts? And then for so long, we thought, right, we end and that's it. And even in, in how we grow through life, it's like we need to establish our life, right? Our income, me and such. And then as we grow through life, we go, oh, there's others as well. And so in a way, Uranus then invites us to stretch out to that. Uranus then gives us an idea of 
well, you thought you end here, but really, <laughs> what have you learned? Mm -hmm. You know, like you extend actually much further. You have a greater impact in the world. And so that space for our conscious mind is sometimes a little hard to navigate. And that's why astrology as well for many years has focused on those what we call the inner planets, because they're like a little bit more more tangible, like Mars, what's your willpower? How are you doing? Like in a, in a very superficial level, relatable. But these are the times and you can feel that if you think about what people talk about, the themes, the topics, people find that like courage to talk about energy, to talk about, you know, things that maybe five years ago, maybe even two years ago, like we wouldn't have dreamed maybe saying for many of us out loud, you know, the, the, so there is individually and collective an extension beyond the old boundaries. And this is the conversation. So we need both. Uranus stretches us. But then what Saturn does, Saturn sort of keeps us safe. It integrates, it distills. It, it's like, okay, that's all very well and good. But what does that mean to me now in my physical life as I'm living my life, paying my bills? So there is that conversation too. And thankfully, actually, it takes like a year because these are big shifts, right? This is not just something that you're like, oh, there's a connection and I'm getting on with that. And so we have this entire year and beyond. You probably even felt those themes coming on maybe in November last year, you know, but definitely the first square, the first real connection would have been around mid-February, 17th of February. So if you kind of go back in your diaries, where did, what was kind of, where did you feel like you had no breathing room, you need to go bigger? Or where did you feel like, mm. oh shit, my foundations aren't holding up for me anymore. That's just not working anymore. The platform is all wrong, you know? And then it kind of may have ebbed off into the distance again and th some of those themes come up now again it's like waves that wash in so you get to pick up on all of those things and then it ebbs off again and the last connection will be actually December this year so we have a lot of time to work with that but I think that's really important as we talk maybe about the eclipse again it's it's context to understand where the eclipse actually falls into this year mm -hmm. so and like because there's the three mm -hmm. points it's like you have more than one opportunity to really listen mm -hmm. and really get to notice in your life as well. Like, <clears throat> because it like, it's like, you know, you get the first knock and then you'll get the louder knock and then the door just might bust open and the last one sort of thing. Like, do you know, but we get this opportunity and it's not like doomsday, but we get the opportunity at each point or coming up to it and around it and after it, but to really sort of begin to create those changes within ourselves or begin to really listen mm -hmm. to them and begin to allow even just the presence of them to filter through ourselves initially like but it is it's the, the whole to me the whole thing is like just like it's nearly like you know you're playing with lego you've got your lego for like we've got lego for the empire state building like and you just lay it all out on the table and they're all the same color there's three colors cream brown and a wee bit of black and you're just like, oh, okay. And they give you instructions, which is dead handy. Like, but it's kind of like you just lay it all out and go, okay, piece by piece. And to me, that just feels like this year, like piece by piece. And if I put it wrong, place two things in the wrong connection, I'll just take them apart and put them down and continue on and let go of the whole fatal, if I don't do this right now, it'll never be right. Because I feel it's like that, you know, see what connects and see what feeds and chats to each mm. other like. Yeah, I think definitely in that in this year is if we're trying to go for it in one go and then put our self-worth into that, that's not the year to do. <laughs> you know, that, that, that that's sort of like, yeah. mis you can force it. I mean, it's not like predestined as such. 
Um, but we're sort of missing, we're missing what's here to learn, what's here to explore and what's here to be. It's, you know, and for some of us, it will be this, like this one project, like the Empire State, you build it and then halfway up, you may go like, oh shit, I have to kind of assemble a couple of things and then you go again. So for some of us, it will be mm-hmm. expressed in, let's say, a business that you're building. You're kind of building it and then like, you kind of halfway and you go like, ah, uh, kind of there, but oh, it's not really gripping. And then you have to kind of look at what, okay, what do we need to change? reverse back a little bit, give it another go and then give it another go, you know, for so others, it will be not in one arena. For some of us, you go, maybe the first part of this transition will be in a relationship. And then you might all of a sudden go like, okay, I think we've, 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 we're on good footing here. And then all of a sudden you go like, oh my God, the job thing is coming up. Now that I've grown, I also see I held myself small in that other arena and that other. So for some mm-hmm. of us, it goes more wide. For some of us, it stays in one area and it's this repetitive, but either, either way, it's like, I think we really only get to see sort of, I'm always hesitating to say the new version of ourselves because it's like, it's been always in there, mm-hmm. but sort of that new unfolding in a in a more fuller way, I think once we're through with that. So whichever way you're going right now, just leave room for the potential that they're going to be even more, not necessarily just more uproar, but actually a more fuller expression of yourself that's the promise that's the invitation you know don't stop mm-hmm. halfway it's like and for a lot of us it's like whoo so much already download it's like whoa give me a moment to integrate well that's these squares also it's the integration mm-hmm. time it's like okay take a breath you know where you go like so much landed here and then not falling victim to the the general momentum that's gathering everywhere it's like well now you got the one droplet right run with that make your business like put that in your relationship it's more like yeah, play around with it. Have like, also don't be passive about it. You know, do go into life and do your things, but see what the feedback is, not just from people, but from life in general, the energies. Is it lifting you up? Is it exciting you? Is there a flow to it? Or do you need to kind of adjust it again a little bit? So I think thinking of this year more like a process as having fun with it as much as we can, mm. I think would be a really helpful attitude. And especially as we're going into sort of the eclipse like we're in the eclipse season but into that you know the sun and the moon sort of um eclipsing each other at different points and what that means yeah yeah um sort of what springs to mind is like do you know like in like you see people's instagrams feed and they're beautifully beautifully Mm. coordinated like and you can tell when they've shifted because suddenly the colors have changed or there's different pictures or there's pictures of them or whatever it is doesn't matter like but it's kind of like you know like it's like allow yourself to have each square different you know like if you feel quality mm-hmm. without having go but no it has to be continuous you know because that's what I've been told at this minute in time like it's like you're trying on different clothes like you're trying on different versions of yourself you're playing with different aspects of yourself to get a a sense within your being of what your true self really feels like at mm. this moment in time, which will continue to evolve in the decades coming ahead like that way. But to me, it's like, to me, it's like this whole space is allowing us to connect in more with a true expression mm. of ourselves. Do you know, like, and we only get to maybe feel that by playing with it and shape shifting into it, trying on different clothes in a sense to use that there, you know, but shed the clothes that we're mm. so accustomed to wearing, like the hats that I'm so accustomed 
to wearing but so accustomed to other people associating with me as well like possibly do you know like that you're letting those hats go putting them down going they're there they're in my little hat boxes I can pull them out anytime but this one looks really weird and a little bit mm, but god part of me would love to know what those feathers look like on my head do you know like and you're trying on something different like but you might find by trying it on going this actually feels like me mm-hmm. Do you know, like this feels more like me at this moment and they're all perfect and I can pull them out. But like, oh, I'm just going to try this on for a little while and wear it around the house. And then, geez, I might even step outside the door with it and go to the shop with it on me. Like, and I'm chatting about the hat. Obviously, I'm not chatting about the hat. Like, but, you know, those parts of ourselves <laughs> that we're bringing out into the world, like whether it is through speaking up and work or whether it's just having a deep and meaningful conversation with a friend or doing something different in my business or just speaking to my partner about things that are on my mind, whatever it is for you, like as an individual, but it's like you're allowing this change of clothes to happen, this changing of the hats, because then there's new sort of energies, new archetypal energies almost that are available for you to embody and grow and not in a fake way asking, oh, now I'm going to pretend, but asking they feel really true to the skin that you're in, like. So it's kind of like you're putting on something that you're ready. When you put it on, you're like, yeah, this is home. Like, this is me. And you're not putting on and you feel comfortable. And you might feel a little bit awkward because you're like, oh, God, I haven't really shown this part of myself to the world before. But it still feels like, yeah, but at a deeper, deeper, deeper level in my soul, my heart, I know this is me versus I put it on and feel, oh, now I have to use so much energy to pretend to be this like where it feels that fakeness rather than that true authenticity, the true expression coming mm-hmm. through. Like mm-hmm. the the image, and I don't know why it came to me of a, of a wedding dress. Now I've never tried on a wedding dress, <laughs> but I've seen with friends. You know, you, you know when it's the right dress. You know when they're at home in it, and it just mm-hmm. elevates everything. And it's like, you know, it's not that we would walk around in wedding dresses all day long why actually not you know <laughs> but we're not, not but we're not walking around but the fact as well like any any friend that i've always witnessed tried on it was necessary to try on a few now there were two people that actually tried on and the first one was the fit and they kind of knew but they still had to try on others mm-hmm. to sort of have that experience and so this very much again talking about the dress but not about the dress this life could be something like that where you dabbled your feet in something and then you go like oh now i'm backing out of this now and you go into that second square and that following phase and you're like i'm gonna try something out completely different and then you might all of a sudden realize like oh hang on a minute like maybe i didn't I didn't have it so wrong earlier on. That was actually, that felt quite nice, you know, mm. and to not shame ourselves and to not guilt ourselves into this. You know, this is the year where I think we need to redefine consistency. Like we need to consistently show up to life, but the way in which we show up might be all over the place and it might be really inconsistent mm. in in that. And I think also to because I always think of like the collective is like whatever goes on with you is also going on in a different way in your friends and in your parents, your family and like the people you work with. So support that in each other, you know, like how can we hold each other accountable to consistently showing up to life? But how can we not keep each other in that prison of having to show up as the person the way they were last week or last year, giving each other permission to play around with our physical expression. And I think so much of this year is about is about giving ourselves permission to be consistently inconsistent. 
hope that makes sense at this stage. Um, and also supporting that in each other. Because when we go into the eclipse now and we're thinking of where it falls and how those lights come together, there, there is so much information that we can pull from that. But if we don't allow ourselves to be held in that wider context, we kind of also can miss the depth of what, what's possible in the eclipse, right? We can miss that idea that, you know, what does it mean when sort of the, the moon sort of blocks out the light of the sun? Like, is it blocking it out or what is it actually showing to us, you know? Um, but I think that if you take one thing home, consistently inconsistent will be a good theme for this year. <laughs> <laughs> definitely like, i'm pretty sure anybody listens going oh yeah that's been me all year i can go yeah yeah don't expect me to sh like i couldn't like i can literally commit to showing up here every week yeah. to do this year and that's literally the only thing and besides a couple of courses i'm running that that is literally the only thing that i show up to consistently with and for my clients do you like anything else yeah don't, don't, don't expect me to plan too far ahead don't ask me like you know where do you see yourself in six months time or even a week's time or you know where are you taking your life your business or anything I'm just like I have no idea at this moment in time like you know I'm letting it be foggy one moment a bit clearer the next moment foggy two seconds later thinking yeah this is where I'm going no this is not where I'm going I'm just going I'm just letting it be and just it's, to me it's like really giving ourselves permission to let it be that way because I think we're so used to it being ABC or thinking it needs mm. to be that way. Or we go one step back, but we keep moving forward. And sometimes we're just sitting in the little puddle going, moving things around and just let ourselves sit there in that little puddle of fog sometimes. Like, because then something will mm. become clearer eventually. Like, do you know, like, but it's just, yeah, just like, yeah, just go with, I think that like, go with what is in front mm. of you. Do you know, like where, where your feet are landed, what's in front of you and what's that inviting you to at this moment? And that doesn't mean that whatever's in front of you is of any less value than whatever this whole process builds up to, right? Because mm -hmm. even within this podcast, we've been showing up consistently. But if you've been listening for a while, you may have noticed that there is like the take, the approach we take on it, like what we draw from has changed quite dramatically over over the months and you know and we have these these steady conversations of where where are we going with it and you know um and I, just early on we had the conversations like it always comes up to like what's showing up right here right now you know um what needs to be talked about whether it's astrologically informed or whether it's just a conversation that we're having we're like okay this 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 is what's coming up for us right now this is what we want to share in that way you know so and, and same for me business-wise, you know, but also like where to live. Like it's not just because we're sitting here in this podcast as if like we have all that clarity. It's like it's it's going through us. It works through us as well, you know, and there are plenty of times where my brain goes like, come on, make up your mind or, you know, hold on. That 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 really resonates and I really hold on and I have to really watch myself, you know, that I'm not grasping or getting too attached to something that comes in and through because it feels really tasty and feels really exciting you know just to to hang in that energy and also to not judge myself when that sort of goes you know and we talk about that in instagram as well if you look at my instagram account you see exactly what's going on at the moment because there has been like a big gap <laughs> it's like every every three months there's one post at the moment so you know giving yourself and also how I teach and the mediums I use like have completely changed and no doubt they will change as well but they will all inform each other and I think 
that's really important to remember even if you have these different experiences throughout this year there's different expressions even the need to be creative in a way and then there might be a need to be not as a creative as in no output whatsoever that's that's perfect mm -hmm. as well but the consistency in showing up but this process does something to us you know it's in in the dance the back and forth the exploring the curiosity the frustration we're being like we're in a cauldron like we're like she like being we're being distilled you know and i think to not miss that i think it's so important to have that in the back of your mind because the day-to-day -day can be really hard do you know it's like i sometimes also would rather wake up and feel like highly supremely inspired with what's going out <laughs> into the eater and you know but just like <laughs> a lot of times it's 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 unclear but what i've also learned through this podcast and also working with you and you know and just engaging with life is there's a level of trust that we can develop with life with the moment in the midst of all these crazy scary upheavals that mm. that is that is something really potent like you know to have that level of trust that essentially whichever way you show up in the moment if you're showing up fully and fully presently that that that's all you have to that's your dharma that's your purpose ultimately you know and to to trusting life in that way and sort of feeling your sense through life almost day by day by day is a deeply intuitive way of living which is so so different from how so many of us have lived before in this pre-scheduled right we have like a a pre-schedule for everything and just to come back to the post i'm i suppose like don't take my Instagram necessarily as a business ad ad advice, but I always struggled with pre-scheduled posts for a reason. Like I post when there's something pouring out of me, but but that's me. That's also how I teach. That's why you don't mm -hmm. see me teaching for several months because like this, like I'm not going to just stand in front and teach a class that I'm not feeling committed, not even committed to, but called for to teach. Mm -hmm. um, and if I don't feel called for to teach asanas, I like, like my body literally doesn't let me step into that space you know or if a student you know you know those classes because they feel like really awkward um compared to to others um they, so there is something that that we're learning you know in these experiences to really trust life and get to see ourselves in all these different arenas and as a result have mm -hmm. the possibility to define ourselves entirely different so there's so much beauty in all of that too mm -hmm. definitely like and just listening to you there is like and it's like something to say to people if they are in that space where they're shifting identity and their way of being and showing up in the world and all that it's okay if you're a little bit clumsy mm -hmm. in it like and you're in the one foot in and one foot out do you know what I'm I still have to put food on my table I still have to do certain things and I so I'm still going to show up and teach my yoga class and it's not a disservice mm -hmm. to people because I'm going to show up fully in that moment like while also holding and sort of to the side of going, I am in transition or things are changing or I don't know how I want this to fully look. I'm getting senses and all, but I don't feel called to run mm. with it at this moment. You know, like, so you're allowing sort of worlds to meet and in a sense, not even collide, but just to meet at this moment, like, you know, like, and allow that transition to happen in its own time rather than trying to sort of leap two feet into what is doesn't have a solid ground at this moment, maybe like, you know, like and but also allow yourself then to go okay I'm going to go into you know teach my class or whatever or do whatever it is like you know but I'm going to bring a little you know I've been thinking maybe just bring a little drop mm -hmm. of this in and, and try that and see how I feel about that 
do you know, like so you don't have to do the full transition but it's this place of of playing with it and then other times it's just like I'm just going to let that idea just sit there because it's just sort of saying to me not mm-hmm. yet and I'm going to respect that there like like I've had an idea for the last I think it's 18 months and it's just sitting there <laughs> and I keep going will I and it's like no and I'm like will you and he's like no and I'm like oh come on it's like no and I'm like but it'll be fun and it's like no and I'm like okay and I just have to let it sit there and go if it needs to it'll come in and it'll be di- and it will be different because I'm like all of this will inform that there at some stage or maybe not and something else will come up <laughs> but it is trust is a humongous thing and it's only learnt through practice yeah. and I think it's it's also going through these cycles every every so often teaches us you know I mean there is a certain degree of um you know being blessed to have the opportunity to step away from something as well you know um but I also feel like having navigated similar situations before, I know how it energetically feels to do something that you're not in whole integrity with it. So there is a sense of, you know, when you know that's a tra- trait within you that you just can't, it's also about money management. You know, it's also about mm-hmm. putting something aside to for the times when you know you might just kind of fall off the cliff, you know. Um, on the other hand, also, this flip side of Uranus can also just bring in that if you were hesitant beforehand, you could all of a sudden feel like, like that's, you know, mm. arrow that just shoots straight to the heart and like, make sure that you don't doubt that either. You know, like that's how things can also, you know, showcase you something about you in your mind for the last five years and you're like, oh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden you feel like, like now is the time that by all means go with that as well. Like that's mm. also that, that shift where you might, have this experience, oh my God, I never thought of myself of having that much willpower or determination or clarity or, you know, just a capacity to show up. And so it can, in, in this sort of experience can show up in so many different ways, but it's really a way of getting to know ourselves from maybe a different angle. Mm. It's really yeah. the, right, the message. Mm. Yeah. Whatever's been sort of, it's like, yeah, whatever's turning on its head, let us turn on mm-hmm. its head. Like if that's like, going into pause go into pause if it's going to full steam ahead action go into it like do you know like just whatever that spectrum is for you in different parts of your life just but beginning to notice that there begin to notice it and then how can I work with it like do you know like so then I am working with it rather than resisting it or trying to turn my head a different direction mm-hmm. or trying to push it ahead when it doesn't want to so you're really listening to me, it's all about listening and watching and yeah. asking what does it need as well, like, mm-hmm. as well as what do I need. Like. I think those are two really potent questions when I'm just mindful of the time as well, but we are, yeah. let's touch on the solar eclipse, but maybe let's touch on it because there's, there's so much out there that you guys can listen to and like research, but maybe touch it in a way that may or may not be the obvious way to look at it, but the way... Like I would look at the solar eclipse when you look at it physically. So they're, they're together, the sun and the moon, the lights, your vitality, the external expression of you and the internal world as such. That's what they represent, the sun and the moon, are in the same part of the sky. That's that's a new moon phase. Always at every new moon, they're having a moment of coming together. So there's a conversation between or an invitation to look at how is your external informing the internal? How is the internal informing the external? Mm. 
What's symbolically different on an eclipse is that the way they arrange each other, sun and moon, from the point of the earth when we look up, is that the moon goes between us and the sun. So as a result, in a way, the moon and everything that the moon represents symbolically is sort of blinking out, blocking out the sun and everything that the sun represents bar this little glow that goes around it right so it's mm-hmm. the sun there's a remnant of it and i don't know for me i mean we can climb in super deep but at first layer there is there's always this idea of you know so my inner world my needs are now stepping in in front of my external expression and i think we covered a lot with that previously when we talk about it, and that's why we kind of created a context but mm-hmm. to me the question is really like on a symbolic level, what is as such blocking my light, my outer expression? What are sort of my inner needs or my inner expressions that need addressing so that the light that then goes into emits into the outside can shine more brightly? So there is a way of, I think, both introspection, but also visionary going ahead so it's it's not just straight out goal setting the new moon intention it starts something new it has all of that but with the moon blocking some of that it might mean we might not see clearly where we're heading and so something we need to address ourselves that introspection first so that we can then step into more clarity sort of or how how does how do those energies resonate with you what do you see what do you feel around those times so like just listen to you speak mm. and all like for for me it's like you know we go into a space and start as you said intention setting but to me this is not the place for it like just like with my massa I never put it out open on eclipses like because it's like something is not clear like something you won't see and it'll come maybe further down the road so it's like when I'm working with that energy it's like more about sort of allowing that sort of permission part of being foggy of things not having clear roots or not having clear direction Mm -hmm. but to me it's also about really looking like you know if we're chatting about our true expression of ourselves that way like and that can be seen as the light but when I go forward to either in what way do I see my true expression of myself do you know like what does it mean to step out of the shadow and be seen to use my voice to be heard to speak what's really coming from my heart what's it even internally to really listen to my heart and my mind you know what's my the ego saying and what's really my soul my heart trying to say and can I really allow myself to maybe hear that part more so than the busy mind and the the fears internal chatter but also like not to dismiss them but to use them then as information like because any little part that's getting riled up or getting I sort of see it at the minute as do you know like little ripples coming through is what I'm feeling that I just feel them just coming from far out and you're like oh there it is again that little boy you know oh I know you and you're like oh I thought I had dealt with you and then it's like rippling up it's going okay this doesn't define me this doesn't mean that I didn't do the work previously. Ooh, this is inviting me into a deeper relationship with whatever I feel rippling through me. Like, But I also know that this might not be the moment to fully see what that is. 
but I'm feeling it. So I just stay with the feeling and go, oh, okay, and you, oh, you show up here all the time. That's interesting. Or when I have these thoughts, oh, you're really kicking in there. Do you know? And then I go, okay, can I still just be with it and see over the coming period of what sort of then begin to see over the coming period, sort of the light that's being sh- shone on it, like what's being revealed to me and that there, but not to think I'm going to see it in the in the coming days or even in the coming week. And it could be even further down the road, I might see it, but I might I'll always sort of carry it in my pocket almost, you know, like, of, okay, I'm still noticing you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've gone. Oh, no, you're back. And then when I'm ready, when I feel it's really the time for it, take it out and work mm-hmm. with it deeper, like, yeah and it's also mirrored in that when we look at sort of the connection of the lights to anything else in the chart right they're almost Mm. they're almost in a way almost isolated you know you have the sun and the moon together and you have mercury right there so that communication your perception how you process you know your paradigms your belief Mm -hmm. systems all of those kind of come in but then nothing in the chart really connects to that except again saturn talk about the last one Mm. it's just about you know again boundaries it's about foundations it's about you know mastering something step by step so that that quality swings in and then neptune which is like even further out it's like the collective consciousness that higher sense our spirituality Mm. so like the way you describe that and i just saw visually as well like your hands moving in that way it's very much bringing these you know these very hard to pinpoint feelings, ideas, concepts that are coming in, they haven't really formed mm-hmm. with that just yet. So again, you were saying early on at the beginning of the podcast is slowing down a bit, bit, bit of patience. It's like, I feel it's like, can we quieten down? Because there's a lot, of, you know, air energy as well going on, Gemini, mm-hmm. you know, an exchange and like the excitement and I want to talk about all this. And it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of us need to actually talk about something we need sounding boards. We don't necessarily need advice from the others. So, mm. you know, um, that might be one element. But for a lot of us, it comes in just as a, as a hunch, as a feeling, as it like comes in, in our water body, right? It comes in in our, in our thought fields, sort of these faint ideas. And so have patience and be with that and those sensations because they can actually open you up if you don't try to make them something you know it's like what am i going to mm. do about this it's like okay can, can you pause that and that's difficult at the moment but can can <laughs> you can you pause the need to like doing something with it and just like oh sitting with that and again trusting that the revelation the clarification the unveiling may come just a little bit further down the road but it you, you get a bigger picture if you can sense with it, like sensing mm. with your body. I'm thinking like not just your brain, you know, like really sitting in it, using everything that you have to to sense that. If you're mm. artistically inclined, again, it's like, I think like painting, using colors that are associated with like some anything that 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 just helps you hold that energy without necessarily having to define it. I feel that's, that's, that's that tone. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because even if the... Even if the emotion feels or the thing has come up feels familiar, I would say resist labeling mm. it on what you already know it as. Like sort of have that, you know, oh, that's my anger or that, that's my frustration or that's whatever it might mm. be. Like, do you know, like you can have that there, but don't let that be the full definition yes. of it. It's like, can I like peel another little layer? Can I stay with it and see maybe what else is there with it or beneath it? Is kind of what I feel like it's 
time for as well because sometimes we'll go that's that and then I'm going to work with that anger but I'm like hmm let's what else sort of the bigger scope off it like yeah mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um maybe just briefly touching on, on sort of a another layer to that I mean just because it's the reason why it's an eclipse it's because it's close to the nodes essentially so we talked about this in a few episodes back the not exclusively but the north node is always sort of indicating where we're heading what are we growing into what is the new terrain where are we clumsy where can we be curious about something you know so all of those qualities so the the sun and the moon are beside that energy that north node so like everything that we talked about is around opening up in a way for a next step collectively as well as personally but there's also connections that have been made at the moment to the other side of the nodes, sort of what we came in with, what what our default patterns is, the things that can support us, but also the things that can keep us sort of limited in our old definitions. And that aspect of us is being funneled energy into from two deeply feminine energies, Venus and then Ceres beside Uranus. So there is that tone into on one hand, reclaiming aspects that you may have forgotten about in the past, aspects that had to stay in the past for various reasons, uh, specifically those feminine principle, the yin principle, the the receptive, but also I feel there's also something about relabeling all of those, you know, because we, we have like literally when you talk about yin, the feminine principle, you go magnetic, receptive, they're sort of the main two, right? Gentle or something like that. And I see it at the moment the, the 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 sort of like the ancient goddesses from the yoga tradition, you know, Kali and Durga, that kind of represent a different femininity. There is an awareness of that rising. And um, I've done a workshop around sound and she did a beautiful, beautiful way of exploring sort of the, the different tonalities of a female voice as well as for women specifically, you know, the, the high-pitched, very pure versus the real growl and the real deep sound and how we're, you know, relating to that. And I think there is an element of uncovering not just the one aspect of the feminine, but maybe, again, different aspects of the feminine and bringing them forward into light. I feel there's a big invitation to that. Mm. Because if we, look, if we look at the cycles of life and the seasons and all that, like there's different goddesses are like depending on your own traditions and all they're like but there's different goddesses different archetypal energies that are present at those like and the whole idea is there's balance like that it's all needed like like the feminine is not always dressed in white with flowers and her bloody hair like you know and that is a potent part of it of that reclaiming parts of us that are the innocent that have that ability just to go feck it why not like just try this here like you know with no sense of consequence and because it's just going yeah let's just try it let's just jump in and sure I have my whole longevity ahead of me to fix any of the problems like you know but then we have like you know people will and we tend to I don't know sometimes I think we tend to try and see the the light and all of them like and they all do carry light like and I'm not saying about seeing the darkness but it's the mm-hmm. power Sometimes we don't want to see the power in them. Do you know, like, oh, the Kylik is always going to be the soft, gentle granny. No, the Kylik will kick that crone archetype in a sense, the Irish is Kylik. Like, she will kick your 
fucking ass if you need it. She will look you in the eyes and just tell you the absolute truth. And you're like, that was a little bit harsh, wasn't it? Like, you know, but that's the idea. Like the same with, you know, Cal, you know, there's like, oh, you know, like just the power and the destructiveness and all there. And you're like, but like to embody that, like embody it, not try it on and just dance around the room in it, but to embody it, do you know what you're invoking in? And do you know what that energy may actually invite in? And not out of fear, but it's like what I only take medicine when I need it. You know, like I don't just take all the vitamins every day. I take what I need, you know, for this part of my life, say the same with when we're working with the female principles, the female archetypes. What do I really need? And do I know about what when I'm taking that in, what I'm inviting into myself and into my life and never out of fear, but a deep understanding of it is what I see like. But it is it's we need we need it all like we need all aspects of ourself, just like we need to learn to play with all aspects of the feminine, like because we only see it sort of as one or the other, like you're either really soft and gentle or you're hard nosed, like real. I'm like, but there's so many spectrums in between that there, like, Mm. and I think we're getting the opportunity to really access power is what I feel it is. Like, come back to the power that we hold Mm. within ourselves, Mm -hmm. like, and as women full stop, like, or those who identify Mm. as it, like, but the power to me is like, when we work with those energies, I'm inviting power back into myself, like, or bringing back aspects of myself that I've abandoned possibly as I've grown Mm older like a hundred percent that makes yeah. sense and i think that, that, i mean that goes without saying but i just want to mention it yeah, that goes for men and women because we mm. both have the yin and the yang we both have the like you know the masculine the feminine sort of aspects living through us so so on one hand this invitation you can take with that in your own life you can see sort of what resonates there in terms of like what are the sides of the archetypes that you would naturally veer to when you think of the feminine and then there's an invitation to explore the other ones what i also feel there is a level of um stepping in and acknowledging okay i think we've, we've talked so much as of late of the the expression of toxic masculinity and we can all have our own like definitions of that but we all let, let's call it instead of toxic let's call it like a you know, a higher or lower expression of that or vibration of that. That exists not just in the masculine, that also exists in the feminine. And there is an activation here where the energies are inviting us to go, not only explore the different range of archetypes that are there for the feminine energy, but also explore where in your life, where in the collective has and how have those toxic feminine or the lower vibration of the feminine been held in your body in the collective so how do they how do they look how do they look like where was there a sense of you know passivity passive aggressiveness where has there been a a level of you know uh, hands off the steering wheel you know not in a surrendering way but in a sense of you know um not taking part in life from that level so there again there's many different variations of that lower vibration every archetype in really go astrology or any other has like the high expression and lower and we all carry all of them and we oscillate through them in our life but there is that invitation for sure to also look at 
those aspects you know where have you disempowered yourself because you slipped into it's called the toxic version of the feminine energy or the lower vibration of the feminine energy and then is the question then how do i bring peace to those parts of mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. or what is sort of the how would I like to see that expression? Like, because those parts, the way we express those parts of ourselves have been informed by things that have happened in our life. Like, that way, like either through what we've been informed by society or things that have happened mm -hmm. to us. Like, so it's like, how can I begin to bring peace to those parts of myself? But also, I think just identifying them in ourselves because a lot of shame around seeing them in ourselves. And taking away the shame of it initially, possibly as well, like of going, there's not going to be one person in this world that has not experienced that in some way, more than likely. Like, do you know that way that, that you won't be alone, that you're not going to be, no, like, there's no point going into guilt and beating yourself up about it. Like, we've, we all have parts of ourselves that we haven't learned how to express fully, like, or express them in their, highest ways like and that's and that's okay because we're all growing and evolving but if I can just even just identify it and make peace with how I feel about myself mm. for interacting in that way or thinking that way and being in that way and then okay what do I need mm. in order to allow either integration of that or just to begin to getting to know that part of myself mm. because to me that they're they're easily talked about, but they're like really deeply ingrained in our system, mm. like because we've been programmed at such levels, mm. whether it's whether it is whether we fear other women, whether we're jealous of other women or people, man, woman, whatever, like, you know, we have those parts in ourselves or whether we think we can't be vulnerable, whether we can't be soft, we have to put on the hard shell, whatever way our expression of it is like, it's like we get so used to it, but also there can be shame mm. of you know, of being that way, but it has been there too, as we always say, because we've grown it to protect a part of ourselves or to fit into the world or or we think it's the way to fit into the world or that's what we've been taught. So it's like, how can I begin to reconcile those little parts of myself? Like, because mm. it's such an interesting area and topic, like, because we, we have such sort of limited definitions of those energies and certain limited images of those energies that it's like allowing ourselves to expand those there like and i think that notion of you know that you addressed and shame and and guilt i think there's there can be also this layer of betrayal you know um have i betrayed myself in a way um for not stepping into those qualities and again i think i needs to be any healing needs to be always met with an incredible amount of presence and kindness and the not immediate fixing of whatever it is, just the, the witnessing and the being there. And whether that is, whether a certain aspect of us that we have consciously, unconsciously parked in the background because due to an external influence and we feel maybe betrayed by society by people like maybe teachers in school that said something maybe family members may, you know 
but can also feel like we feel like we've been betrayed we've betrayed ourselves and i think especially with series so for those of you who want to dive in there a little bit more it might be interesting to look up actually the archetype the goddess of series c-e-r-e-s um uh, in in mythology and it's about her and her daughter and um, I won't go into detail for that but when we look at a planet in that way when we look at the influence we always look at all of the backstories as well and the archetypes that come through those stories that's what stories really are to bring us archetypal understandings that we can go and start to relate to so not to take it verbatim but to really play with like what is sort of igniting within you when you when you maybe read her story, you know, when you hear those words of betrayal, when you hear those words of, you know, the the angry woman, you know, like what is sort of stirred within us and, you know, and all of those playing around the south node, there is a way of like really clearing that out, you know, with a lot of kindness, with a lot of patience because that is affecting we're still talking about the solar eclipse right the, the the eclipse is on that portal of the south and the north node so these are themes that really fueling into it so maybe instead of this clear-cut visioning or you know goal setting that we might sometimes feel drawn to this new circle when it comes to eclipse there's always a little bit more to it and so these are all stories that we covered today i feel that that can help you understand so pause at them and also don't worry i mean the eclipse is on the on the 10th of june um and actually eleven fifty-three a.m in dublin if you're there or then uh, you know adjust your time zone but these are such rich energies they're not just there for that minute and then they're gone the next these are all here so you can you know go back in your diaries you can be really present this week in the lead up to it but also in the weeks and months to come afterwards because what i feel i don't know about you but like the way i've experienced those events is like the aha moments oftentimes come months and months afterwards it's like oh my god that's what shifted there and now i just become used to the the new way so just give yourself a lot of time and patience and maybe you know, if this episode resonates, maybe just highlight it for you, put it somewhere, revisit it often, revisit in small snippets, you know, mm-hmm. uh, work your way through it, see what sit with what it invokes within you. And by, you know, if, if you feel like you want to reach out, reach out to either of us anytime. But I feel this is really pivotal and eclipse seasons twice a year. It's now and then again at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And we can just brush through it. But to me, there are moments of just to take an extra breath with it i feel mm. yeah. gorgeous gorgeous my dear so on that little note we will wrap up for our a little episode today and as always everybody thank you very much for taking the time to listen we're grateful to have you all here have a gorgeous week ahead and be kind and tender to yourself wherever you are on your journey and we look forward to meeting you next week again hopefully and as i say at the end of every episode if you've enjoyed it we'd appreciate your little rate or review on whatever whatever way you listen to the podcast um it just helps with our little visibility and we deeply appreciate it so thank you and bye thank you bye guys We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalind McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, 
bbdelman.com and thethirstysoul.com. <laughs>